Welcome, friends, to Tank Tap, the podcast all about beers and video games. It's episode 310, and I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Adam. Hey! And Lucy. Hi! It is our topic episode, our top episode for this week. But first, we're going to be getting into the beers that we're going to drink for the next hour or so. I'm going to kick us off. Uh, I am drinking a beer which has been sat out of the fridge for a decent amount of time, a Yonder in a can, a yonder in a can. They've probably been canning for a little while now. Um, yeah, oh yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. But, but I it's still weird to see it. Yeah, it is weird to see it, isn't it? This is Ritual Union. It's a caramel frappe breakfast stout at 5.8%. Uh, Ritual Union is brewed with fruity Guatemalan coffee beans sourced from Somerset's own Girls Who Grind Coffee in Frome. Or Froome, hmm. depending on where you are in the country. Uh, this full-bodied and decadent Coffee milk stout is packed full of bitter coffee, sweet caramel, and vanilla for a beery take on a caramel frappe iced coffee. Mm. I saw yonder, I saw stout, and I'm like, I'll try that. I'll see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, because I'm just like, you mean it's not a barrel-aged saison? Exactly, yes, yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. When we were talking in the last episode about breweries that do certain styles very, very well. It's always excellent to see a brewery suddenly be like, oh, I've never seen them do a stout before. Let's see what this is. Uh, well, I'm sure I must have had a, a, a stout from yonder at some point, but who knows? Mm. Um, Adol, what are you going to be drinking? I'm having a stout. Oh. I'm having a two-all oh, no. red-eye stout. It's a coffee stout. So it's, it's really Speaking hard to... Speaking of people who do stouts very well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a whole of Scandinavian Eastern Europe, to be fair. So, <laughs> uh, so it's a red-eye uh, coffee stout. Um, it's uh, 5%. Um, and um, uh, when I used to have my... A million years ago and two lifetimes ago, when I was in Calgary working for the IT department of Cal- uh, the university, I used to get... Um, uh, a red eye every morning at coffee break, which is a filter coffee with a shot of espresso in it. Oh. Sometimes called a shot in the dark, sometimes called mm. a high test. But as far as I know, so I'm expecting like fuck off coffee flavors from this if it's, <laughs> yeah. if it's called a red eye. Um, Unless none of them have been to Canada. Well, and they, and they, it's, and it's something slightly different. Yeah, the Scandinavian red eye is like, oh, watered down coffee. Yeah, it's just, just the, you know, the co- the shit coffee you I get like on the overnight plane. <laughs> <laughs> I like how your Scandinavian accent is posh British. <laughs> I don't know if it's posh British. Oh my, we get the oh. red eye, it's fine, don't worry about it. Lucy, what are you going to be drinking? I'm drinking a West Coast IPA from Six Degrees North. It's called Madison. Nice. Uh, it's 7.3%. Uh, born in Belgium, brewed in Scotland. Strong malt backbone, aromas of citrus and pine lead to a long bitter finish. Literally just described a West Coast IPA. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's hope that's what it is. It's like the flavour is just beer. <laughs> 
Talking of The Simpsons, as we did last episode, it is just the meme. Beer. Uh, beer. Coffee. Coffee. Beer. Oh. Adler and I are sat here going, coffee, and Lucy's just like, beer. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> Jesus. B E. Yeah. This yonder, as you would expect, it's a stout. It's gonna be a, 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 as oh, black right. as night. Look at that. You can see. You can oh. see my light reflecting off of it. There oh wow! Well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I can see me. It's, it's incredibly, incredibly deep. Um, yeah. it smells lovely. Lots of roasted coffee on there. Touch of chocolate, maybe as well. Or maybe that's more the, I suppose, the caramel, the sweetness of the caramel rather than sort of a, a, yeah. a, a chocolate sort of sweetness coming through. Mmm. Ooh. I mean, it, it, it poured with a, a great big head on it, and it's dissipated really, really quickly, and there's no carbonation to that sort of flavour at all. But you kind of get that. sort of sweetness kind of up front almost like it's carbonated and it's like here's that first kind of hit of flavour um, but it is a milk stout I suppose with them having a bit of uh, lactose and I think I might have said it was a milk stout actually uh, yeah coffee milk stout mm. um, so you get that instant hit of, of sort of sweetness and the caramel is there underneath that sort of um, kind of sweetness you're getting a little bit of very sickly kind of caramel, but buried so deep that it isn't that sickly. It's not sort of a burnt caramel. It's just a lovely, smooth caramel kind of flavour sat underneath everything else. And once that kind of quite sugary milk sweetness has kind of faded, it's almost like a demerara kind of sugar, which I suppose links in with the caramel kind of quite nicely you are left with a few roasted kind of coffee notes but they're really subdued like this is this has mm. got a loads of lots of little nuanced flavors kind of going on but none of them are massive and none of them overtake each other this beer allows everything to kind of go mm, here's a little bit of sweetness here's that caramel just creeping in here is a lovely sort of iced coffee a little hint of a roasted kind of note going on in there. It just opens up and allows every single flavour to kind of go, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. It doesn't flow necessarily, but it just sort of lets everything be showcased, which is really mm. good. Mm. This is really that's, nice. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Mm. Now that we know that he uh, can pivot into another style, which one does he say? I'm sure they already have, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. We just missed it, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's, that's everything from this bit. It's really good. Uh, uh, Adol will come to the red eye. Another coffee stout. Yeah, it's it's dark. Yeah. It's so dark and shiny, actually, you can see that this cup is yes. not plain. It's yes. engraved. It's one of my housemates, their work gave it to them. And uh, I grabbed it and was like, I know. I'll put the dark beer in it and then you won't notice. But given my lighting and just how dark it is, it's like a black mirror. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yes, it's dystopian. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, on, on, the, on the crack and the pour, I got um, roasted 
uh, notes. Now on the nose, I'm getting a little more sweetness. So a little more to slight toffee, not just sort of roasted burnt malts, but obviously very, very coffee. Um, but again, like a little, a little sweetness around there, just rounding it out. So it's not too like acrid, mm -hmm. which is nice. So first thing I will say is it's a 5% stout, but ha somehow they've managed to give it that mouthfeel to, that tricks you to think that it has that like 7% viscosity. Yeah. It immediately yeah. clung all around my mouth. You know, it's not that creamy ahead, but hmm. I think that the only surprise me from Tool. Yeah, yeah. they're they're very good. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. And actually, this isn't a fuck off coffee. It's intense chocolatey coffee. Like I'm thinking more coffee beans, and then, hmm. and then, and then as it recedes, you're left with very much a coffee again, coffee bean, more bean than ground. Um flavor as it ebbs away and it's nice and bitter yeah this is this is more like it's a red eye because red eyes are intent like intensely coffee and this is intensely coffee but it's not an intense coffee okay that makes yeah. sense yeah, yeah um this is very good uh again it's too old but yeah there's a slight almost fruity um yeah sweetness yeah. at the at the top and then it immediately it recedes, and you get you start getting this these different waves of coffee. Again, sort of like stout, uh, a little more of the malts forward, and then a, as the main taste of the beer goes away, that's when you're getting this like ah oh, coffee bean palate's getting used to it. That's getting a little less uh, the burntness I'm getting used to, and I'm just getting like I said chocolatey coffee notes, like a very good high end coffee um, that I just sort of accidentally had a sip of right after my beer yeah and then uh, and i think actually the finish might be my favorite part because again that chocolateiness is like coming through as the more burnt notes are fading you're getting these like like not quite dessert coffee notes it's not it's not like sweet it's but it's just like i said like when you when you go to that fancy coffee shop and you get the coffee that's a little more fruity and chocolatey mm. and you're like oh, yeah. i can taste this all, all yeah. it's it's the hints of that. Obviously, it's not all those amazing bold tastes because you can, you know there's still a beer happening. But it's it's the it's the, that notion that feeling of ah yes these are the things going on. Really excellent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. To all to all agree with that. Like yeah. getting those those slightly fruity notes in it when it's just like a stout, but yeah. it just feels like that kind of like some that acid can just cut through the like that mm. really dense chocolateiness and it just balances it so well and it's just and actually i think they're experts in that the longer finish being a little tartar mm -hmm. uh sorry not tartar being a little more acidic being a little more bitter it that's really what makes me feel like ah yes i've had a nice sip of a nice strong quality coffee mm. because it's doing those same things yeah good yeah excellent good. beer i i so now yeah. i'm i'm torn because i really like the finish i love how long it is but i've also like the main taste of the beer so we'll see how how the battle goes between wanting to pull as much quote-unquote value you know taste value out of this experience and also <laughs> just wanting to like have this beer yeah the criminal thing is it's only a free 30 mil bowl <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. That's what I hate about too old. If there's anything to hate, it's like, want more. <laughs> they know, they know how like to entice you in, mate. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then coming to you, Lucy, uh, breaking mm-hmm. the mould from two stouts for the evening for a West Coast IPA. Yes, it looks like a West Coast IPA. Uh, bit of clarity yeah. in it. Um, very amberish. Well, probably lighter than amberish. It looks like iron brew. It's very orange. <laughs> Slight bit of head. Um, white head, but yeah, I didn't get much uh, aroma uh, after mm. pouring. I don't mm. know if it's, I don't know, if it's temperature or whatever, but there's just not a lot. There's just a very slight malty sweetness I can smell, but I'm having to really, like, lean into the glass to get it. There's okay. not a lot. Um, it's not like the Flanders, which was just from the last episode, which was just very bold and in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot on the aroma. Ooh. Taste, though. This is bitter. Just immediately you get in that bitterness and it's just like, yes. I love I love me a bitter beer and it's just like unapologetically bitter. Mm. Right out mm. the gate. Um yeah, getting a lot of that malt, that malty backbone as they said. Um maybe I should just describe a West Coast IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, it it's probably medium bodied and you're getting yeah, it's it's quite I wouldn't say, you know, it's full as like a day or anything like that, but you're getting a bit of heft out of this beer. It's not thin. Um, mm-hmm. It's got a nice bit of body to it. And yeah, that bitterness, it's just it's so bold. Yeah. Um, it's a slight bit of fruitiness, I guess. Probably getting more of that pininess, more so than the fruit. Which is what you expect from an IPA, you know, West Coast IPA. Not, not all in on the fruit, probably, you know, concentrating more on the malt and the and the bitterness but yeah it's it's a really good it's a quintessential west coast ipa and which you know has fallen out of favor in recent years but seems to be coming back this year and this is a really good mm. west coast ipa it's it's just bitter it's bitter but it's like it's not like acrid or you know very it's not it's not dry either. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, dryness coupled with bitterness, it's just like, you feel like, you know, going back for more and you're just drying your mouth out even more. Yeah. But it's, it, it's, it's, it's got a really wet, nice finish and it's like, yeah, it, I, I could smash this back so easily. Nice. Um, and you're getting a bit of that alcohol as well, because it's, you know, probably a bit more than your standard West Coast IPA. It's 7.3, was it? I think. So, getting a bit of that alcohol. But mm. yeah, it's, that's a fantastic beer, and it, even though it's you know warmed up probably a few more degrees than I'd probably prefer, it still tastes good. Good, and I think that just helps getting all that bitterness and you know picking out a bit more of the malt and the pine a bit more. But yeah, probably the only thing I could negative I could say is maybe you know if you're looking for for more of that fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's a bit lacking there, but I don't care because it's like just <laughs> gone in all on the bitterness it feels, and I, I love that. So nice. Where are, oh, yeah, where are six degrees north from? And, uh, it says brewed up in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look. Lawrence Kirk, Aberdeen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. I think six degrees north 
You see them a lot in like uh, Lidl, right? Not maybe not Audi. Maybe it is Audi. It's one of like the German. Yeah, it's yeah, one of the yeah, German yeah. supermarkets which have a really close mm. tie with Scotland, mm-hmm. if not both yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't seen them in a while. Maybe mm. I just haven't been looking for them, but I haven't seen them in a while in like um, places that I usually shop for beer. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw them in one one of the one of the shops I frequent more nowadays. And yeah, I was like six degrees north. Hell yeah, I'll pick up. Um, yeah. One or two. I think I picked up like a Keller Pills from them as well. Ooh. So, nice. But, yeah. Nice. Good. This is good. Perfect. Let's enjoy these beers and we will talk more about video games at all. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our topic episode. And our topic will roll out of You've Been Playing Martha is Dead. I have, yes. How? What is this been? game? <laughs> Uh, what is this game? That's a very good question. Yeah. Um, it's a psychological thrill beast. Thriller. Thrill beast. Um. So, so it's okay. uh, we got a code from the publisher. Mm-hmm. Um. It's uh developed by LKA, published by Wired Productions. Uh, I'm playing it on Steam. Martha's Dead is a dark first-person psychological thriller set in 1944 Italy that blurs the lines between reality, superstition, and the tragedy of war. So basically, you are, you, you're like a woman, so it like opens with this very cinematic, um, but in-engine scene of a, an old lady reading a storybook to uh, a girl. It's apparently the girl's favorite story, and you like can look around and focus on the various pages and look around the room, and it's about the story of the white lady of the lake who basically um her lover drowned her basically uh and then it fast forwards to you as an adult taking pictures by a lake and then seeing a body lying in the lake and i'm spoiling the first five minutes so like Mm -hmm. that's fine and you rush to the lake and you pull the body out uh and it's all mostly like push a button and run and like i thought oh is this whole game going to be a quick time event but anyway you pull the girl out and it turns out it's your twin sister and you see her necklace like as she's on the beach uh and you see her necklace and you pull it off and put it on and i was like well that's weird and then your parents show up and you're like our daughter's dead our one of our twin daughters is dead are you okay (laughs) other twin (laughs) And so Martha is the name on the necklace. Right. Uh, and they Martha think is Martha dead. is yeah. you. Uh-huh. But you're Julia, yeah. the one who can talk because Martha's deaf. And you didn't tell them. Oh. And so now you are t- pretending to be your deaf, not a dead sister. And the one in the casket is you what oh also it's 1944 italy and your father is a general of the italian army and you're hiding out in um in the lake house of your nanny the one who was reading the story at the beginning um and did i miss why she switched bodies she she didn't switch bodies. She just took I mean, the necklace. Like, you know, you know. I mean, well, she why, took the why she no, the, there's yeah, there's yeah. absolutely no motivation right now for her. It's like the darkest 
version of Parent Trap, I could imagine. Yeah, and, and that, but the thing is, it's really beautiful. Is it Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, it is. That's my next question. It's visually crazy good. Like, my mm. PC's decent. I couldn't run it with ray tracing in DLSS, oh, wow. but I could run it with everything else on Ultra. Ray tracing, I wish I could because the, the looking in the mirror the first time mm. doesn't work the same. Although, like, when it's bad ray tracing, you're like, that looks like a terrible model. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's good that I can't ray trace because I turned it on for a bit and turned it off. Mm-hmm. But, like, so you were now trying to... Oh, wow, to... yeah, I'm watching the trailer, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so what I was going to do, actually, is I took some screenshots. Oh! Uh, just Ooh, so you could get it. So th- I'm going to... So, one, I really like it. There's a photography, like, taking pictures is a big thing because that was your hobby, Julia. Um, and you develop it in the dark room, and they're very, very smart. They're like, developing would take a long time, and we've shortcut these things. But here's the thing. I'm like, I like that you're telling people you, pictures were hard. <laughs> um, but it's uh, here. So there's there's a scene early-ish on in the first hour, I would say, where you were having a nightmare about stealing your her identity. Mm-hmm. And you you were like panicking. Did I hurt her? Like you clearly have guilt about pretending to be her. But it manifests in a dream where there's her body, and you take the necklace and you start carving her face off. Ah. Uh. And it's bleeding because it's a dream. So like we don't have to worry about dead people not bleeding like that. Um. But I'm gonna drop two pictures in the chat. Um, and you guys can see what we're talking about. Oh, ignore the... Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't do well with horror anyway, but I... Uh, <laughs> ignore wow. the link. I, I accidentally put a link earlier today, and then... But, so you cut... This is the link... The shot as you're peeling her face off is much worse than what I'm showing you, but then you put it yeah. on. Like, you put... Like so, it's not even just the gore. It's like it's really like disturbing imaging. Like it's not just gore. We see blood and games all the time. There's other parts later in the in the game that are all similarly like you see. Like so, because it's it's 1944. Like she's the body's just in the casket, mm-hmm. um, and the casket's just in the living room. And you like go to take a picture to try and preserve her soul. And you develop the film, and you're like, ah, oh, I guess. It's just a dead photograph because there's no soul to capture. Like it's it's got these deeper themes. I think it's well, really well written. Um, but like overall, like it's also real gross looking. But but this happens like they they've wrapped the idea that they wanted to potentially be a little bit more gory and a little bit more kind of like horror, but they've removed it from it actually happening to it being in a dream yeah so even this last shot i sent you that's also a dream sequence about the body in the casket Mm -hmm. not having a face and having there's also a very a close-up of maggots coming out of its head sure Uh, it's real gross i think is what i said on stream this is real gross (laughs) i'm a grown-up adult um but like that it it is, um, and so for the rest of you, like you can just Google screenshots. You'll find these things. I just Maybe wanted, don't. <laughs> yeah, but don't like. That's the thing is, like, this is, it's gruesome and like, 
interwoven. You're, you know, the, the SS has sent the telegram mach- telegrams to your father, and it's really weird as you're trying to be like, like the first act is basically, did I do something to my sister or not? Mm. I want to figure out what happened because I'm not trusting my memories. Um, but also in the middle of that, you're like, I'm investigating the house to, you know, do standard horror puzzle game things like looking for keys and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You find your tarot cards. Um, spoiler. Uh, but also it's like, and here's a telegram, telegraph. Telegram. Telegram. Mm. Yep. Sorry. Broke my brain for a second there to my father. And here's the SS logo in the top left. I know what the SS logo is. That's just creepy. Right. My dad's the baddie. He's the baddie. And then you, she always read the paper, and so you're reading the news about, like, and being like, oh, they think it might be politically motivated to kill uh, the killing of my sister. But I know it wasn't because I didn't see soldiers. And, like, then there's a walk through the woods to get the cameras you set up, and there's a white woman in the wood that you're hallucinating. But is it a hallucination? Like, it's very creepy, but so far... I think it's mostly in your head stuff, but again, mm-hmm. it's it's. It, I t- ben was like, "How was it?" I'm like, "Well, it was also just like real boring at times. Like not boring, but like mm-hmm. it, it's not wall to wall spoopiness." And you kind of know when you're hitting one of those sequences, like, "Oh, I'm going to yeah. go to bed. Well, I'm probably going to have a bad dream," or "Oh, I've gone to the woods. I'll probably see something weird." And I did, um, but it's still very intense. Again, I think the f- Nazi stuff is weird. Um, I did have a lovely photo shoot with a cow in the daytime <laughs> with my fancy camera because it has a photo mode with these cameras and you pick up more gadgets and stuff. It's really neat, um, mm. but I don't know. Anyway, so that's that's Martha's Dead. I'm, I'm, I don't, this isn't yeah. supposed to be a gameplay topic. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's sort of, yes. It's, it's kind of, but it's good to have your thoughts on what you've played uh, from the Not- game to um to be able to kind of talk about uh, and uh, kind of like a gaming issue uh, i suppose yeah. do you um, want to let us know what that is yes so with martha is dead um playstation have decided to censor some of these images uh, and some of the items in martha is dead so the developer i i can't remember whether they had to push back the release date to um, then put it out on PlayStation um, because they had to suddenly censor things. But um, there's an article on Eurogamer, which I shared with uh, with the two of you earlier, mm-hmm. um, basically saying that, yeah, they had to, they had to censor it at Sony's request. Um, so on PlayStation 4, two scenes have been changed and are no longer interactive. It includes a section featured in the game's demo where the player character removes a woman's face with a knife and another where the player cuts open a woman's womb with a pair of scissors. Uh, during one area, explicit dialogue referencing masturbation has been removed entirely. Uh, the developer said the change was due to the scene's location, a psychiatric hospital, which was context that has been considered inappropriate and as you were going to say, presumably by Sony. More detailed warnings of the game's content have been added at the game's start for PS4 and PS5. And you can now also choose to play the full censored mode where the above non-interactive schemes are skipped entirely 
alongside two other scenes which show miscarriage and suicide. Uh, more in the Eurogamer article, the changes in content were made as a result of conversations with PlayStation in the lead-up to our launch. Publisher Wide Production said, although the changes were not planned and the modifications did result in a slight delay in being able to start production on the physical edition, PlayStation fully supported us to help minimise these delays. PlayStation's players can still experience the story we're trying to tell. The developer added, this is a vast and complex, complex subject and the changes have been made, sorry, and the changes that have been made do not distort the gaming experience. I have ideas. Uh, so, yes. I mean, so the, the, the kind of the conversation that I wanted to have, having know that you have played this and have played one of these scenes um, that have been removed on the PlayStation version where the uh, woman's face is removed with, with the knife. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even a knife, but yeah. Okay, maybe there's more to come. Maybe, no, maybe. I'm pretty sure they just yeah, they simplified. It's it clearly, I mean, it's metal, about. but it's clearly the metal name tag you put on. Yep, yeah, and that's yeah, part yeah. of this. So one of the things that sucks is like you use the the thing that has put you in this lie is the thing you use to take the face off. It's cl- mm. I mean, maybe it's too clear a metaphor, but it's a dream, right? But like. That's the point, right? Like this necklace made me like help me steal your identity. I'm taking your face and I'm putting it on. And it's weird and gruesome and that's how I feel about it. And also it's the first real intense scene of the game and yep. it sets the tone. I think Yeah, do, do uh, so it's not even the question of like do I want to see blood? I think like that specific scene especially it feels weird to take off because it's such a build up to that sequence and that that to me was really like oh god right and it's intense i mean you could do a and the problem is i think it's not about amount of blood right the fact that like they cut and blood comes out and you see the red line if you like made that less which you know they do in like violence in movies for example like you just shoot people and they don't bleed and then the mpaa says cool it's just violence and well, a bunch of people dying so it's fine like mortal Kombat, you can turn blood off yeah have been able to yeah. for tens of games yeah yeah um so like i don't i'm not a gore for gore's sake person but i feel like that scene especially the symbolic nature of that scene mm-hmm. Is is it's a letdown, but also uh, overall, forgetting the overarching. I mean, either it has violence or it doesn't, right? Like either we have a rating of M from the, you know, the what are they called? You know, the thing everyone ignores when they buy their kid GTA Five, <laughs> right? The the rating system, right? Yeah. Um, yes, I'll be okay. This is the first yeah. time I've I've heard of a platform being like. Yeah, but no. Mm. And maybe it happens in other areas, but it also seems like this happened late in the game, such that they couldn't even press... Like, they were late pressing the game. Uh, and they chose to release their vision on other platforms, I think is very telling. Yeah. Uh, Lucy, you were making a lot of faces during that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm watching... <laughs> I'm on the Steam page and someone's playing the game. Um Oh. And I'm watching it. This Spanish guy's playing the game. Um, oh, that's spoilers! I haven't seen this. Yeah, don't watch it because uh, I think this is like maybe later. Oh, it's game. definitely um, further on. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, is that I haven't played it. Um, Just from what I can see, it seems gratuitous. The violent... Not not, just the close-ups of, like, people with no limbs and seared off faces and it's just like but that's the thing I mean it, without having played it I don't know like if it is trying to get you know pass a serious message and that you know I don't know violence war and stuff like that and it's like yeah like fair enough but I don't know I, I guess PlayStation have a duty to care for their you know players but at the same time it's like if this has got an adult rating on it then it's like discretion um anyone who's picking up a game you should probably read about it and read you know on the store um whatever tags it's got or you know mature content and stuff like that and so yeah it's a, it's a bit strange but it just it does seem a bit like goddamn you know yeah um, and you know blood and gore in video games is you know I mean, they go hand in hand, but a lot of it is like cartoonish violence most of the time. But um, sure. this seems maybe not gratuitous, but very extreme. Um, it, it it kind of is edgy, and that's on... good to the visuals. Yeah. You know, it's like it's very impressive visuals. So maybe that's that I'm conflating the two, where it's like, okay, maybe it's not over the top. It's just very good looking, but yes. it, there are a lot of close-ups on like dead bodies and stuff. Like yeah, that. it is like, very good looking all throughout. Mm-hmm. Like the detail of your little like cabiny villa thing that you're staying in with your family is 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 like jaw dropping. But also, I think that's part of the immersion, right? Like that's why the dream sequences hit that hard is because you I do like you do yeah. feel like you're there because yeah. the game is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, but, but then it comes to a point. It, where it's like, are we doing this to tell an evocative and, you know, groundbreaking story, or are we doing it just to shock and awe? Like people mm-hmm. say, well, if I'll that's say... people's first thing, and just saying, check out Martha is Dead, it's gory as hell. You know, yeah, it's so realistic it's... and gory as hell, or it has a captivating story. Right, I mean, I've sent you a few pictures from two scenes that are hours apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the thing I would say is, um, one, uh, I don't think it's doing that. Um just because most of the game is like wandering around your house, develop, taking pictures, developing films, trying to work out in your head what the heck you're thinking, etc. And then two, I think it's okay to have that, even if this isn't that. Like, it, it has a mature content description. On Steam, at least, they go out of their way to, like, say, the story of Martha Dead is, and its fe- featured characters are a work of fiction. The game potentially contains potentially uncomfortable scenes, covers topics that may distress some players. It's recommended for an adult audience and carries the appropriate age reading. As an adult narrative drama, it uses artistic interpretations. It can be visually unsettling and may cause discomfort. It explores the complexities of the human mind, psychological trauma, and self-harm. It's not recommended for players who may find depictions of mature scenes containing blood, dismemberment, disfigurement of human bodies, and self-harm disturbing. And yeah, uh-huh. you, they might. I think PlayStation just doesn't want doesn't want to have a splash like that coded into their store, right? It's, it's, but it, like, so that's that's part of it, right? That's the idea, like that kind of someone at PlayStation went right. It's cheaper for us to just make them change the game and then tell them that they can release it here than it is for us to have a splash screen 
that comes up as soon as someone says buy game that something comes up saying hey there's all of this kinds of stuff in it do you really want to buy this and Mm. i can i can understand that you know they're trying to put in a level of kind of like protection but that just suggests to me that they need to make their kind of not necessarily like age ratings but their like the protections that they have on certain accounts and people being able to buy games like more robust, right? That stuff needs to be kind of said up front. And that I mean it's all part of, you know, the, the you know, uh, gosh, what's it called? The process where they certify games mm-hmm. and check everything's alright. But it's all part of that process and you know, you hate to call it censorship because it's on Steam as it is and Yeah. And you know, it, you can play the game elsewhere. It's just Sony went through the certification process and said, mm, maybe not. And it's good that they, you know, consulted with the oh. devs. Oh, no, just... we've lost you, Lucy. Right in the middle of what you were saying. Oh, dear. Let me join. Oh, uh, yeah, you're back. Wait, no, oh, back. no, sort of. Oh, boo. Oh. I'm going to imagine that she said, Blah, 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 Oh, yeah, we lost Um That's exactly what she said, obviously. Hello? Oh, she's come back. Potentially. Yes. Am I back? Has she? Has she not? Is she here? I mean... Is she going to tell us what's up? I guess... Yay! You're back. I can hear you. Hooray. We can see you. Go on, what were you saying? Yeah, my my quick thought on it was, um, you know, they've gone through the certification process. Have I, have I gone again? I love that you're kind of in and out. Oh, <laughs> it was actually, my thought was, <laughs> oh, the internet has failed us at the most opportune moment possible. She may, she may, uh, oh no. Oh, let me, I just have to change the fucking. Oh. Oh. Yes. Hey. Hello. Hello. You look it's good. Better. Oh, that's much better. Oh, okay. wow. It really messes up your overlay when she just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> can I, I can hear everything you're saying. Oh, good. of course. We can hear you. Go for it. Go. What were we going to say? Yes. In the certification process, probably thought, okay, maybe we won't have this. But you can find that elsewhere, so you know, I hate to call it like censorship or anything like that. Uh, it's it's weird, right? That yeah. you I kind think of the think key is... they've tried oh, to protect on. their what they perceive to be their audience. No, it's their brand. Mm, but it's their yes. store. Okay. Like, okay. you know, yeah. it's like they can it's up to them. I mean they've consulted the dev, so it's like they could have just said, No, we're not publishing this. So yeah. it seems like there's been a workaround. It seems like it isn't just Oh, we can't have any of this. Mm. It's, they've obviously had that dialogue, that, that that conversation about we don't feel, you know, too strongly about this, and they've been like, "Yep, okay, we'll take that out, or censor, uh-huh. you know, well, not censor, just dull it down." So, and if it doesn't impact the story to a, a you know major degree, then it's like, okay, I mean, if. if <laughs> It sucks. It's like, why this game out of all the other games that clients and it, it, I could definitely feel aggrieved if I was a dev saying like, why this? Not, not, 
mm-hmm. Death Stranding or whatever. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure somebody's yeah. been a baby out of a womb at some point. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I, I get it with the imagery. I just think it's it's a weird place to be having two different versions and it clear like having seen that first scene at least like it made an impact on me and i think it would be a very different experience Mm -hmm. it's Mm. not just it's not like where you hear about like uh the original rating of robocop was an x-rated for violence and most of that was like the scene where murphy dies is like a minute and a half long instead of 30 seconds and you're like well you didn't actually need to see him get shot to shit for another oh i did as a child and i'm fine yeah but like like there you're like okay the impact the impact of the scene is still pretty strong there versus Uh just removed uh so that like rubs me the wrong way because they didn't say we've replaced it with the scene they just took it away um and i think it's it's I hate using slippery slope arguments, but like the masturbation in an asylum deemed inappropriate. It's like, I'm sorry, but crazy people fuck and crazy people have sex drives. And like, like that's not that inappropriate call. If it's like a mention of it, or if it's not graphic, then that's, that's you putting your morals Mm. in the way because you've already hit them up with the visual stuff you're also like ah well can you fix these other things and that kind of editorializing really bothers me because you should just not carry the game at that point and and if you're a smaller developer you're like well i'll do whatever sony fucking wants yes absolutely and that's part of the problem sell my game you're kind of bequeathing to them um bequeathed to them uh about them (laughs) carrying your game on their platform (laughs) and wanting to get it out to the you know playstation kind of users that you just kind of have to uh, um, acquiesce to what they want almost in, in that sort of sense you you kind of have I mean you do have a say you have a say in being like no we will release the game as we want where we want to or we can hit X number of people on PlayStation yeah. and still get those kinds of things and say sure we can censor it a little bit but that then leads a little bit to the conviction of the argument right if they're happy to censor it on the PlayStation, is it that impactful in terms of the story that they're trying to tell? Like, is it at some point, yes, PlayStation coming in and edited this in an odd kind of way, right? It's like someone coming in to edit a book and saying, do you really like this? This seems odd. Why have you included this? This is an odd thing to to, to bring in. Mm-hmm. Get rid of this and streamline kind of what you're trying to talk about, or, or kind of the story that you're trying to tell. And PlayStation have almost like pushed themselves on that in one kind of reading that they're sort of like, no, we don't want our users to have this kind of experience. Edit it in this kind of way, but also then the. You know, Wired aren't a small publisher. It's on Xbox. It's on Steam. It's in lots of places. Some some places only put it on, you know, their games on Steam. Some places only yeah. put their games on kind of Xbox. For them to acquiesce and kind of be like, yes, sure, we'll put it on PlayStation as well in this edited down version kind of almost makes me push in the other sort of way, being like, so is it actually necessary? Did you really need to include this? If you're happy, if you're happy as a product for this to be on PlayStation, I mean, I is think it that's, needed in the rest of what you're putting? I mean, out? I think 
that's a danger because capitalism and like yes you were expected to sell this on playstation you've leveraged your Mm -hmm. company and its resources that way and one of the largest install bases in the world suddenly saying no yeah you you change things i think it's more interest like the fact that they've not reconsidered those scenes on other platforms says they want Mm. those scenes sure does it though? I mean, or I think it's so. just been like, like, you know, we'll take the hit because financially or creatively from a story perspective, you know, we'd rather it on PlayStation than compromise our vision. Like, it sucks that they've had to do this, you know? It sucks. No matter how, whatever you think. But, mm-hmm. yeah. As Ben says, is it really that conducive to the story where it's like, they've even said it in the press release where it's like, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> well, not, not quite like that, but it's like, you know, it, it won't affect, you know, the story. It's like, it's like, it's like, I remember in the South Park, it's probably a completely different example, but like the South Park game when it was, um, uh, it was like censored in, I think, in in the UK and Australia, mm. when they got rid of the whole probing scene. Yes, um, yeah, 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 right. But it was still funny as hell because they were literally wrote. It was just like text when you say this was the probing scene. Yes, it just it literally a, a screen came up saying this is the scene that you would be watching right about <laughs> yeah. right now. Yes, yeah, and it, it it was still funny as hell, um, and it didn't matter to the story it was just okay maybe this i i can gratuitous well that whole game is <laughs> to be honest, but it's just like yeah i i get what you're saying is it like i i can imagine like you know it may not have the same hit or weight but then you just tell everyone it's like just go play on steam <laughs> yeah but i mean also like you said that's one yeah. i mean i guess it's also like one scene mm-hmm like, like, it, like, yeah. This is why I think you compromise your artistic vision to get on the PlayStation Store because it's like, well, unless you think that scene is your entire game or those couple of scenes, then your game should still be impactful, etc. But yeah. I just, I find the <coughs> the uh, uh, editorializing. Adele, where, was your, where was your outrage when all the anime titty games were banned <laughs> on PlayStation? Oh, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I'm against that too on principle because they changed their the standards. <laughs> right? Like but that's the thing. It's like if you're it, it yeah. I'm fine with uh, them having those standards, but I think they should be as transparent as possible. And right now you have a different experience because yeah. and again, like I said, something about those descriptions makes it worse than just a couple of group gross scenes, right? But even that, I think, is like okay. Then don't do it. Or like, isn't that why we have a rating system? Like, the the system has yeah, a thing, and yeah. you're supposed to be a pretty transparent storefront. Do, you don't call yourself a curated for the children. To, think you know, of the you know, children. You know, what I think happened. The one intern was made to look at this game in the certification process, and they actually gave a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the rest of the people at Sony who let absolute crap go through the 
store <laughs> and get sold on their store. So yeah, I, I'd be incensed if I was that developer because I'd be like, there's so many types of psychological horror games that maybe not this over the top in terms of violence, but have stuff like that. And you're just laying a whole load of crap on your store anyway. Same with every store, Xbox, Switch, but I think PlayStation, Switch, and Steam uh, are especially bad. Um, probably because no one wants to put their game on Xbox because they'll sell two copies. But it's just... <laughs> it, 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 I, I'd be angry as well, like, if I were them. Yeah. But it seems like they were like, okay, we're just going to take the hit. Mm. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Which is rubbish. Like you know, you shouldn't have to compromise your vision. Oh, uh, but, but again, you are completely. It on a third party yeah, store. like like yeah. cut the scene, right? That must be an easy kind of edit to make versus changing everything on every platform to then be able to kind of put out a you know a, a, an edited version of the game, uh, kind of everywhere. No, easy enough to just be like, right, cut the scene. This is the code then for PlayStation that that runs through. Huh. Um, it seems like from the developer side that that was the kind of easy compromise to make to then still get it onto the platform. Um, yeah. whilst not at least hitting their vision enough for them to say, no, this needs to be there. Yeah, because I, for, I'd put, for, for people yeah. to be able yeah. to play it for I, enough I for us to take it the off of PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, I would absolutely not cut the other version, just like this PlayStation one. Yeah enjoy and be like well you know it's steam anything goes yeah well yeah well except um anime games that's true (laughs) oh let's finish there i mean that's a completely different topic let's talk Mm. about that another yeah you'll have to tell me how that game is because um to be honest i will not play it (laughs) because it's a bit too much for me so yeah i mean it's a slow start i played two and a bit hours and have no idea how far I am. I suspect I'm like, I suspect it's probably like a three act ish game, and I'm mm-hmm. begin like middle beginning of Act Two. Sure, is my guess, but About I have no idea. Six hour ish kind of game, something like that. Maybe. I would assume just because that kind of game, yeah, and also just that, yeah, you don't. If it was longer than that, it would probably outstay its welcome as well because it's so cinematic and mm-hmm. visceral. Yeah, yeah, but um, very positive reviews on Steam so far. Mm-hmm. So seems like there's something there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Lo- lots of critical praise for it. Yeah, because yeah. so many games like this just absolutely drop the ball and try and be shocking for shocking sake. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, this seems like it might do, might might justify its uh, like very um, X-rated violence, so, <laughs> which is good. Good. Let's finish that discussion there, and we'll come back to our beers that we've been drinking. Uh, for me, the Yonder uh, Ritual Union was really good. I absolutely smashed it back. Um, those initial flavours that I was getting stayed throughout the beer. So lots of that sort of uh, lovely kind of sweetness that I was getting, that smoothness, that, that silky kind of caramel sort of flavour mm. with those light roasted coffee notes. They stuck around. All of it stuck around throughout the whole beer. So this is one of those beers which kind of goes, here is what we're doing, here is the stuff have it throughout everything uh, through the entire drink. So, really good. Nice to see Yonder making a slightly different style of beer and and hitting it really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. It was, uh, I think, it's kind of like a collaboration, but it's more sort of we sourced some coffee from 
our friends at sort of uh, beer. But absolutely, Ritual Union from Yonder is very, very good. And if you want just a nice milk stout, this hits really, really well. Um, Adult, the two old. Uh, it's excellent. I mean, I, I was gushing about it at the top of the episode, so mm. I don't need to say much more except um, I did like nursing it. There is a bit more of that sweetness coming through now that I've gotten used to the burntness, um, which is giving it a, more, a little more of a standard stouty taste. Mm. Again, I'm still shocked it's only 5%, but just now it took a sip. Oh, the, the burnt, the very specifically coffee malty, slightly burnt um notes at the at the finish just make me want to keep slowly sipping this beer yeah that's fair have you got much left so slowly sip away yeah a little good, nice. uh, i'm a quarter i guess yeah perfect that's good restraint yeah absolutely Lucid. i was also babbling a bunch <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too that's why i still probably got half of it Half a glass left. Oh wow! Is that is you got half a glass left because you were talking or because I was talking? Sure, yeah, but yeah, because I can honestly knock this back because yeah, uh, I think once I became more acclimated to that bitterness, get picking up on a little bit of fruit, still not a lot, um, maybe a little bit of orange, but yeah, it's it's just a big bitter boy. Mm. Um, which I love. Uh, yeah, I'm glad this style is coming back more because, you know, we were losing uh, beers that were just bitter. Just yeah. like, not even, don't even have to be overwhelmingly bitter, just not afraid to showcase a bit of bitterness, have a nice lingering bit of finish. But yeah, this has it in droves. And yeah, it's really good. It's, um, yeah, really, really thirst quenching as well. Um, as I said, really wet finish. Um, just, just a good, good ass beer. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm really happy about this one. I'd, I'd drink four of these in a row. Wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I think it's because I miss the bitterness. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I miss that. But yeah, it's, as I say, if you're looking for a lot of fruit, you're not going to get it here, but mm-hmm. you're going to get a well balanced. Uh, and what is the quintessential West Coast IPA? They said it on the can, that's what it is. Mm hmm. I really like it. Brilliant. Nice. So friends, if you want to get in touch with us and tell you about tell us about the beers that you've been drinking and the games that you've been playing, you can go to outoflives.net and comment on the podcast post where you will be able to listen to the audio version. You'll be able to also watch the video version and see our faces and see the beers that we have been drinking. You can go to your podcast service of choice. And search for Tanked Up as well. Comment, subscribe, do the things that your podcast service allows you to do. Which then lets us branch out and reach more people as well. Or go to at Tanked Up Cast on the socials and talk to us directly um, about what you're drinking. About West Coast IPAs. About various different stouts. About various beers with coffee in. Whatever you want. And games. (laughs) Talk to us about all the games. Tell us what you think about store censorship slash store curating behind the scenes. Mm. Uh, Like and comment on that below, YouTubers, but otherwise contact us the way Ben was saying for all y'all the rest. (laughs) I am at Nova underscore 47. Adel is at the Omniarch. And Lucy is 
Juicy Loose 9, but don't tell me anything about Elden Ring on Twitter because I have muted those words. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of seeing <laughs> And you can experience it for yourself. You can just go in fresh. Yeah. Slash, if you need anything, just chat to Steph in our yes, Discord. Yes, yes. Um, and, and friends, if you're listening... I'll probably you, need their help. Yeah. And <laughs> it, if you want to come and chat to us directly in the Discord, uh, then... We can send you a link, hit one of us up, or go to outlives.net. It's there in our podcast posts as well on the site, a link to Discord. Come and chat to us directly um, about what you're playing, about Elden Ring, about anything that you like. Uh, that's been us. It's been the beers we've been drinking, the games we've been playing. Words are starting to fail me. The games drinking, we've been the doing we've been and the beers we've been imbibing. Oh Goodbye. dear. Bye. <laughs> Ciao. No, that's his. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, thanks, yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>